the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining with us again today. We're in the midst of our newest season, talking about setbacks and comebacks. And many of you have been like, when are we going to get to the comeback part? Rick, you know... Talking about the setbacks, well, we had to talk about the setbacks first, but I'm excited to say the comeback stuff begins today, and I'm, I, I'm gonna, I just love talking about what we're going to talk about today. This stuff is stuff I've shared all over, and it's just been something that I've loved to talk about, and I've done it on the radio, I've done it on TV, I've done it on uh, events, speaking, churches, other corporate, all kinds of places. I've written on it. And some of these insights are some of the best I have. And I think they've helped a lot of people. And I I look forward to helping you with them as well. I do want to talk about a a few things before we jump in today. One thing that just kind of uh, uh, really uh, jumped out at me was I've been hearing lately from folks about my book, This Is Living. And there, you know, maybe there was, I don't know, maybe a lull. I just didn't hear that much. Maybe I heard a lot in the beginning and went to number one on Amazon and all that. And then, you know, there's always going to be those cycles. But lately, it just seems like folks are are reaching out and, and just saying how much they enjoy it and how it's different than maybe other devotional books they've read, how encouraging it is, how inspiring and how much they enjoy having that boost to each day. And I just want to encourage you to pick up a copy. This is Living Daily Inspiration. It's a daily inspiration book. There's a hundred daily devotions or readings or meditations, whatever you want to call them, that you can ideally start your day with, but you could read it, you know, at lunchtime, you could read it at night, you could do it whenever, but it's really, really something that I, I, I'm committed to inspiring people, encouraging people. And this is a marvelous, just a marvelous way to do it uh, because we have an opportunity to just one probably takes you three minutes to read. You know, it's there's always a great story and uh, scripture verse and then just just really uh, looking to inspire and encourage and motivate. So Amazon's the easiest way to get it. You can get it uh, ebook, but it comes a beautiful hardback copy. It's really nice. It's print. It's got color print on the inside. It's a beautiful, beautiful book to have, really. And then you just have it with you each day. So go to Amazon. This is Living Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. Rick McDaniel, pick up a copy. I mentioned last week how I'm doing these uh, weekly videos and that I started that uh, over our break between seasons. And um, just want to remind you again today that um, every Monday you can see them. It go on Twitter. It's at Rick McDaniel. Instagram, it's Rick McDaniel underscore official. On Facebook, it's Rick McDaniel HIL, which is High Impact Living, which is the organization that I run. So you can you can get it in all kinds of formats. You can even get it on LinkedIn. I post it on LinkedIn as well. So wherever, but it's just two minutes and it's just me. Just again, similar kind of content, sharing a little little bit of a story and some motivational words to start off your week. And I've been doing this now uh, for about four months Um, and I just like doing it. And I am hoping that. Just got some new equipment ordered, as a matter of fact, and just looking forward to continuing to to share the motivation and inspiration and a positive message 
that can help uh, you in so many different ways. I'm in the midst of a very busy month. October is one of my uh, busiest months to date. Just all kinds of different things that I'm involved in. And uh, I'm, I'm enjoying every every minute of it. And I enjoy as well sharing on this podcast, especially content and material like we're going to talk about today. Comebacks and setbacks. And today's we're going to begin with this idea of steps to come back, steps to a comeback. You know, setbacks don't define you. Everyone has setbacks. You're not a failure because you have setbacks. It's just the reality. And here's what else you need to know. A comeback is absolutely possible. Don't believe for a moment it's impossible. I love these words from Hudson Taylor. He said, first, it's impossible. Then it's difficult. Then it's done. There you go. First, it's impossible. Then it's difficult. Then it's done. Jesus said what what's impossible with man's possible with God. I mean, there's there's nothing that stands in the way of your, your comeback cutlass in their song. They say impossible's not a word. It's just a reason not to try. If you're willing to try, you can have a comeback. Whatever the setback has been, I'm here to tell you there is a marvelous comeback in your life ahead for you. A great comeback. Things may look grim. The situation may be tough, but it's amazing how you can be launched from a setback into a comeback. And I have personally witnessed so many comeback stories, people coming back from from uh, miscarriages, from the premature birth of a baby, from uh loss of a job, severe financial problems, health issues that seemed like there was no way out divorce and on and on and it goes if you believe that you can have a comeback you can have a comeback I'm telling you that right now I believe you can I've seen it happen time and time again there's no reason whatsoever that you shouldn't be able to have a comeback if you follow these principles that we're going to talk about in in this episode and the ones we already talked about in the setbacks because you know you want to learn from them and you want to get the lesson and so you don't repeat it and you avoid future setbacks and that is super important and some of the information that setback is going to be part of what allows you to be able to move into a comeback but today now we're, we're, we're shifting into talking specifically about the steps that you need to take uh, to, to have uh, a comeback. <clears throat> Before we do, though, I do want to say a couple things more, and I promise this will be it, but just a couple reflection on setbacks. Just this is really kind of just personal, but it may help. It may help some of you. The, the more I've lived life, there's there's two things that I think about setbacks. The first is that when I was younger, setbacks really upset me uh, more than they do now. In fact, the younger I I think the younger I was, the more setbacks bothered me and the older I become, the less they bother me. Now, maybe it's because I've seen Scott do so many great comebacks and I'm just excited about watching those comebacks and, and, you know, I just have great faith and belief in them. But the second thought is that the less successful I was, the more setbacks bothered me, the more success I've had the less setbacks bother me. I think the more success you have, the more you understand that there's uh, much more success for you out there. But the less success you have, especially when you're, you know, just maybe starting out and trying to break through in your career or business or whatever it is, 
it, it bothers you a lot more. Some of the setbacks I had earlier in my life, uh, my career, they were upsetting to me, some very upsetting. Um, but I do think that the more that you, you, you kind of live life, the more that you're able to put these things in perspective. I also love this scripture in 1 Corinthians 2, 9. It says, what God has planned for people who love him is more than eyes have seen or heard. It's never even entered our minds. And that's really something. It's more than eyes have seen or ears have heard, and it's never even entered our mind. Wow, that's really something to just meditate on, to just ponder that, you know, God's got such a marvelous plan for your life. Setbacks are not going to stop it. And it's greater than anything you can even conceive. And that's amazing because then I can dream up some pretty good stuff. And the Bible says God's got something even better and greater. And certainly a marvelous comeback is absolutely positively part of what it is that can take place and happen in your life. So just, you know, be, be encouraged by that, that, uh, and, and, and just get some perspective, you know, um, we spent, you know, several episodes talking about it and you dissect it. And then, you know, like I said, learn the lesson, you know, and then bury the rest. You know, there's no no reason to rehash all of it. Just learn what you can from it. And then and then you move on. And if there's people that want to keep reminding you about it, then those people may have to become more scarce in your life. All right. Steps to a comeback. This first one is huge and I, I feel like I've talked so much about this on radio interviews because as soon as I say it people are like what so here it is drop setback mentality setback mentality it's it's really good a good description of what can happen to a person who has a setback so what's a setback mentality a setback mentality is when you're self-absorbed you're preoccupied with your setback and the problems that it's created. And that preoccupation keeps you from moving forward into your comeback. Yeah, a lot of people. By the way, I should say that my voice might sound a little funnier today than normal. My wife got a cold and she's trying to give it to me. I'm trying to not receive it, but uh, sounds a little raspy. That's what that's all about. Setback mentality. Got to get rid of it. Because here's part of it, you know, it has you thinking that everyone, you know, is somehow aware of your setback, you know, and they're all sitting there talking, oh, did you hear what happened to him? Oh, wow, you, you, you heard about her? People who have a setback mentality think everyone else sees them as a failure. And, and can I just tell you a couple of things? First of all, not everyone thinks that way. In fact, very few people do. And those people that do, you shouldn't really give them much of your time and you shouldn't give them any of your headspace. Because I'll tell you this much, when you have your comeback, those people will be the biggest haters. Absolutely, positively will happen. So you just got to say, you know, I'm going to lose the setback mentality. I'm not going to keep playing the setback over and over in my mind. I'm just I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to allow that to just be in my mind and, and constantly have the setback because setback mentality will never lead you to comeback. It never leads you to a comeback. It, it, you need comeback mentality. 
I mean, have you ever noticed how there's certain companies or, say, sports teams that seem to have these remarkable comebacks or turnarounds? And then it's like, what changed? You know, like it seems like nothing changed except they got a new CEO or they got a new coach. And oftentimes, you know, very little may appear to have changed. But here's what I can tell you changed. The mentality changed. Somebody came into the situation and said, we're going to have a comeback. We're going to turn this thing around. And the setback mentality was dropped and it was replaced by a comeback mentality. That's what happens. And when that happens, get ready because it's going to get really fun really fast. In order to drop setback mentality, you have to realize that setbacks are temporary. They don't define you. They don't define you. You, you got to remember all the things that you have achieved, all the wins that you have put under your belt, all the things that have been successful. You know, you may need to take time to just think about it, you know, just maybe build yourself up. The obstacles that you've overcome. Instead of focusing on the setback, focus on your accomplishments. I've always in my office had stuff in my office that, and one of my mentors was the one who really encouraged me to do this, always have stuff that just would, would motivate me and, and encourage me. I've always had something. Now I have this great painting that comes from the Abraham Lincoln Museum and library in Springfield, Illinois. There's a giant mural of it, and this is a reproduction of a smaller version because Lincoln was just such an incredible leader and such a positive force for good, and he overcame so many setbacks. The amount of setbacks he had in his life are just incredible, just in every way, personally, professionally, losing all these elections and having his fiancee die, losing children. I mean, he's just had, he and he just kept coming back, coming back, coming back, coming back. And in my opinion, he's the greatest president this country's ever had and led us out of the worst time in our entire history. And I always want something that reminds me uh, of, of that. But I've always had stuff in my office. I always have all like my, you know, degrees and, and all the things that, you know, certificates, accomplishment, all that sort of stuff. I've always had that up there because I want to, you know, it's, it obviously gives you a certain amount of credibility and people walk in and they're like, well, maybe I should listen to this guy. But I, I want to see it just to remind myself, you know, yeah, I did, I've done a lot of things. That doesn't mean everything I've done is great and everything has worked. But, you know, when you have setbacks, you just got to remind yourself, you know, get out your resume, look at what you've done. Look at it. Look what you've accomplished in many different areas in your life. It'll help you realize that a setback or even a series of setbacks does not somehow cancel out your accomplishments and achievements. You can't allow that setback mentality, that negative thinking to get inside of you and keep you from taking the steps that you need to take for your comeback. And that's that's what setbacks can do. It can turn you negative. And you don't want to turn negative. You want to you want to be able to stay positive. You want to believe the best is yet to come. You just need to to just really say, you know, um, I'm not going to keep thinking about the setback. I'm not going to keep replaying it over in my mind. I'm not going to keep reminding myself of my failures or my shortcomings or whatever. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to shift to a comeback mentality. I'm going to believe that I can get out of this setback and into a comeback. 
I'm going to take away the negativity and I'm going to replace it with the positivity. I'm going to replace my skepticism with optimism. That's what you have to do. That is step numero one. You've got to be able to do that. Drop that setback mentality. And if you're not sure if you have it, ask somebody close to you. And if they tell you that you do, then you do. You know, like they've been listening to you. They've been watching you. All right, here's another step. Exit survival mode. Survival mode. It's it's a real thing now. It's a real thing. Now, you may need to be in survival mode for a period of time to heal up, you know, to just get your bearings, to just kind of just, you know, like, whoa. But you cannot stay in survival mode. You cannot thrive if you are trying to survive. I had lunch one time with a guy and he had some really tough setbacks. He had lost a loved one. He had a significant financial setback. And he said, you know, I've just kind of checked out. And I think when you hear someone say they've checked out, you are talking to someone who is in survival mode. That to me is a, a, a sign a flag that says I'm in survival mode. There just comes a point, you know, where you, you know, you checked out, you've looked your wounds, you've gotten your bearings and you just, it's time to get out of that survival mode. You just can't stay there. And you may think I need to stay in this season longer. You know, I just gotta, I just gotta stay here a while, but I'm telling you it's dangerous for your comeback because here's the thing. You can get comfortable in survival mode. I mean, you just, you can have yourself a pretty good pity party about, you know, how you've been wronged, how things aren't fair, how stuff hasn't gone your way. You can dwell on that and ruminate on it, you know, and just sit there and and just say how the world's against you and everything's gone wrong. But, uh, you know, you got to get out of that. You got to get out of survival mode. Get back in the game. Injuries happen. You know what? When they do, you 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 heal up. You get your PT and you get on the field again. You don't stay that way. I remember years ago I was lifting weights, doing close grip bench press, which I don't even do that anymore. But the thing about close grip is that you know you you don't hold the your hands with the with your shoulders. They're very close, and so. You don't have the same kind of control. You obviously can't lift as much weight, but I was doing it and no one was spotting me and I put the bar back up and I heard the clank and I thought, you know, the bar is now, you know, set on the rack, but it it turns out it was set on one side and not the other. And as I was getting up off the bench, the bar and all the weight came down on my face, broke my orbital bone. I mean, it was, it was, uh, was not pleasant. Now, after I healed up, you know, then, you know, it wasn't easy going back in the gym, but you have to get over that. I mean, there just comes a point when, you know, your comeback's got to begin and it can't when you're in survival mode. Survival mode is a fruitless way to live. There's no growth. There's no progress. There's no impact. And that is not the life that you want to live. And God didn't put you on this earth for that. He did not put you here to survive, but to thrive. 
You can never become who you're created to be and experience all those marvelous plans in survival mode. It just it, it just can't happen. So you got to say, I've got gifts, I've got talents, I have skills, and there are opportunities out there for you. And you've got to launch that comeback and overcome that setback. Staff Sergeant Don Nevins knows a little bit about surviving and then getting out of survival mode to make a comeback. He lost a leg in combat. Six years later, he walks without without a hitch in his gate. Skis, climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. And he says he gets great joy walking into a military hospital with an artificial limb under his pants and he'll strike up a conversation with soldiers who are learning to deal with the amputation and show them, hey, there's nothing you can't do. Survival mode is a very isolated way of living. It's, the, it's checking out means a lot of alone time. And again, there's value in a season of reflection and introspection, but you got to reconnect. You got to get back into the swing of life. And if you're going to have a comeback, you've got to step out of survival mode and into a place of expectation of what's going to happen in your life. All right, here's another step. Restart your dream engine. I live in the city where we have a NASCAR track. And you go to a NASCAR race, and man, when they say start your engines, I mean, the sound you hear is incredible. And you don't just hear it. You can feel it. You get that much horsepower and that many cars, and it is quite a sound. And that's the sound of an engine that's ready to do something. And, you know, you've got to get that dream engine of yours restarted. Setbacks don't control your life. You control your life. You decide that you're going to dream again. You decide it. You go back and you look at just some of the greats like Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. They, By the way, they've all been comeback players of the year. You think, what? Yeah, when Brady hurt his knee and he comes back the next year. Peyton Manning, remember that uh, he had neck surgery? And then it was another neck surgery and then another neck surgery. He missed the entire 2011 season. Bad, bad, bad. But guess what? Ends up going to the Broncos and winning the Super Bowl and going out on top. You can decide you're going to restart your dream engine. You're not going to allow your dreams to falter or go away. You're going to see your dreams fulfilled. And you can, you, can, you can do that. That can happen. You can have God's favor and blessing in your life. And sometimes it's as, as simple as asking for it. You know, asking for God's favor, for his blessing, his supernatural blessing in your life, where you maybe stopped asking, stop believing. And you come to a point where you say, no, I'm not going to think that way any longer. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask bold my prayers are going to be bold prayers that my dreams will be fulfilled that the setback doesn't define me that i'm going to have a marvelous comeback 
and you're going to move forward into the dream that you have. You know, Joseph in the Bible was really one of the first great dreamers, and he had this incredible dream. And his brothers literally tried to kill him to stop that dream from happening. I mean, they were sort of like the original haters. They didn't like it that their little brother had big dreams. There's always going to be people who try to steal your dreams, who try to distract you from your dreams, people who want to put down your dreams, discourage you. And I'm saying to you, listen, don't listen to those people. Listen to me, not them. Your dreams can be fulfilled. You can restart your dream engine anytime you want. You can say, I'm going to have a comeback. And my latter days going to be greater than my former days. The best in my life is yet to come. You can have that kind of mentality. You can say the setback is over and the comeback has begun and the comeback is going to be incredible. You know, it's, it's amazing when we're young, we have all these dreams and then, and then sometimes, you know, you'll have these older adults and they'll, you know, come around and because of their own setbacks and maybe their own disappointments, you know, they sort of try to talk you out of your dreams, and lower your expectations. You know, even while many people care about you, might, you know, might in some way try to dissuade you, you know, like, this is the way life is. This is the way, you know, you can't expect that. Baloney, yes, you can expect it. Baloney, as we say in New England. Baloney, you don't have to believe that. How about another great New England phrase? You can have a wicked good life. It can be wicked good. Your dreams can come true. So just go for it. There's amazing things that can happen in your life. Provision can be there. Many times people just let finances hold them back from their dream. And they're like, this is never going to happen. And I'm just telling you, where God guides, God provides. If If you have a dream and you believe that it's what God has for you and that's a plan for your life, then move in that direction. I always like to break down the word provision into provision. God is provision. He is pro the vision you have for your life, the dream that you have. Here's the here's the predominant question for you right now. What's next? Not what's happened, what's next? What does your comeback look like to you? That mindset, what's next? Maybe it's launching a new project. Maybe it's trying a new approach. Maybe it's a specific action that you take towards your dream. You've had setbacks. You've learned from them. You're ready for a comeback. Now it's time to start taking the steps. You have the information, at least some of it, got great, more great information for you in the weeks to come, but you've got enough right now. You know that you cannot stay in survival mode. You know that. You know that setback mentality is never has ever brought and never will bring a comeback. Only a comeback mentality will. 
You have information. And so information and knowledge has to lead to action. That's what has to happen. That's what that's what's next. That's how the comeback happens. That's how the comeback moves forward is with action. Out of survival mode into thrive mode, out of setback mentality into comeback mentality, out of lost dreams into dreams restarted. I mean, rev it up. Just rev up that dream engine again and just say, what's next? The best is yet to come. Whatever's happened in the past is in the past. And now I am going to move on into a brighter, better, greater future for my life. And that kind of mentality that kind of stance, it works. You start taking these steps, you know, baby steps, just one step at a time. You start taking these steps and we'll talk more about some more of them to take and the components that enter into it. But I'm telling you, friends, I've helped a lot of people with these comebacks and this stuff works. It works. If you will put it into practice, if you will act on this knowledge, I'm telling you, You'll move out of the setback and into a marvelous comeback for your life. Work on it this week. We'll talk more about it next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.